Okay. On page one, the last uh, paragraph was the Divriyatsa's very interesting diak in the Medrash. There's obviously a line here that looks redundant, and obviously it's not. You see in the first page, in the second to last paragraph, uh, three lines at the bottom, they made a promise they're going to have achtus, they're going to keep their Jewish identity and not be made for the bris, which didn't work as well. Shalaniyach Lashem Beis Yaakov, not going to abandon Lashem Kedush. Shalayach Yomad Lashem Beis Yaakov, not going to go learn Egyptian. What's the difference? So he points out that there's two different inyan, and one is not going to leave Lashem Kedush, the second one's not going to be extra careful not to speak mitzvahs, not to come too close to them, become part of their culture, and fall into a Vodazara. So so what does that mean? If they were not abandoning Lashon Kedush, obviously they mitzvah. So my conjecture, as I mentioned in the last 10 seconds of the Shia last night, was that some mitzvahs they spoke because they had to converse with the people, with the foreman on the job and their masters and all the people telling them what to do and they had to have some uh, conversation, uh, some language that held them together at least for basic understanding. And the second part of the Medrash is they didn't abandon Lashon Kedush and they didn't go out of the way to learn a very fine Egyptian, because they felt it was uh, a dangerous proposition. Again, the vendetta over here is, is not necessarily... This Divya Yatsu is clearly, clearly uh, pushing that direction, as the Divya does in many, uh, certainly many chassidish poskim. But, as we mentioned right before the shir, and we'll mention again, uh, this comes from Achsam Sefer, which we didn't see inside yet. Achsam Sefer wasn't a chassidish. He was in Hungary, but he was a yaki, and he... Uh, I, I can't even explain why, but he's going to um, quote the Yushalmi, who Yushalmi clearly says this is part of the Yitzchah's Dover. That's not in the Bavli. And the Yitzchah's Dover, all the Xavers, many of the Xavers there were for an extra hedge and extra protection against assimilation, and they bring down Lashonim. So many say that even that didn't mean speaking the language, it meant spe- going out of your way to speak the Queen's English and like the professors and try to blend in with high society, and that's really what we're discussing, whether... Uh, to be makakalit when you can, as opposed to when you're in the office or talking to somebody who's not going to understand, then that's not going to go over very well, which we discussed last night. So let's go to page two, and he goes to the question which somebody here raised last night, Akiva, maybe it was you, that you were sitting over there before, uh, about Lashon HaKadosh, was that you? Yeah. Yes, okay. So why, why Aventa was still stuck historically, Aventa Yiddish and Ladino and Yeshivish and English, what happened to um, good old Lashon HaKadosh? Uh, it can't improve on the original as Lashon HaKadosh, as Kedusha. So why why they forsake that in the first place? Not Mitzrayim. But we cl- gradually grew away from it early on, like Tanoim, Amaram, you were just asking about Eretz and Bayashani. They were clearly speaking a lot of Aramis. And then it was so prevalent that everybody understood it, and they Shaz Babli and Shaz Yushalmi, and Kaddish and Yekimporkin, and everything was in a Targum Unculus and Targum Yushalmi. So, what happened? Uh, so, we already defended a little bit that Aramis has some Kedusha, and the Chazal say, because it appears in Chumish, and it has some Kedusha. Okay, but it's still a watered down version. Some say Makukul, the Shailu, why the Malachim don't like Aramis. Some Mishan learned they don't like any language except Lashon Kedish. And Aramis just happened to be what they spoke. And even Aramis, and some say, no, they dislike Aramis more because Aramis is a makukul de Galashon HaKadosh. At least Latin is pure. It's a speak Latin or speak English. That they didn't mind. That's a big nafkamina. Whether they, and we, halachalize and davening, we use this all the time. We don't say you can pork in at home because we don't say any tefillin Aramis at home because when you're not with the tzibur and the malachim aren't going to help you get the tzibur to where it's going, you're wasting your time. 
the Lashmak Kaidish you could do. And even English, like some Mishayanim, would be okay. Uh, or Latin or French, but Aramis they Dafka don't like because it's a broken down version thereof. That's one, one Mahalas. The question is why? Why would they do this? What happened to the original Lashmak Kaidish? Tachan, we know, is actually do say. Contrary, you say you don't, without an army, you don't do the field sapayim. If you have rumors firm, some say you do. Uh, there's some siddharm, an old mistake, they used to say, you don't say one out of two, you can put in. That's right, no such yeah. thing. But, but the, but the reason I don't say is Aramaic, and it's not clear between the first and the second. It's a mamish mistake. Uh, so, there, the Aramaic, we, we don't say for this uh, for this reason. The Shailas, do they not like Aramis? They don't like any other language. Question is why not Lashna Kaddish? So take a look at page two in the second column, Ois Aleph, in the second paragraph. He quotes a Chsam Sefer that discusses this in short and explain what it means. Uh, there is a din in Shulchan Aruch, a very interesting din, which is very Nagayat today. Uh, can you talk Lashna Kaddish in the bathroom? Whether our bathrooms today have a din of a bathroom is a different Shaila? Some say it's better and it's cleaner. Some say it's not. Uh, is it a dimian to the basic kisses shopasim or not? Also in brachas. Let's assume for the moment we treat our bathrooms with the disrespect they deserve, and we assume they still have a bathroom, and therefore we try not to learn there. Many people tell me they only have a that I learn in the bathroom the rest of the day. It's not a problem. Uh, it's not a makam kedusha. We're machmer lechatchila. Certainly, if it's an einus or a person is thinking something improper, he can actually think and learning to get away from that. But we don't learn in the bathroom. You know, we don't dive in the bathroom, and you're not even supposed to talk in the bathroom, as we mentioned a couple times <coughs> in Shir. Uh, the question, putting aside the talking for the moment, that's not we don't do it. But Shaila with us strictly an iser, uh, can you say something in the bathroom in lashon hakodesh? That's how you have to talk. And you're not actually using the facilities, and the, the maker then you're allowed to talk in the bathroom if you're not actually going to the bathroom. Can you speak Lashon Hakadosh? So maker then the answer is yes, despite the fact that it's Lashon Hakadosh it's a good half a minute. So welcome that lacks kedusha, you shouldn't speak it. Kamash Malan, it's the language that was spoken, and it's mutter obviously not using shema shema any the kenuyim. On that din which the machaber brings down. The Magan Avram says there is a midis chasidus, there is a chumrah, not to, to avoid it. And there were tzaddikim who kept the chumrah. So on that, see uh, again the second paragraph. When you say the devar me mechsam sefer goes shochanor chayim simet pehe, kasam along the Avram, sifkat beis mi sefer chasidim the midis chasidus ula hachmir mi ladaber lashon hakodesh bemerchatz merchatz bathroom a chumrah maker dinus mutter. It's a shayla about the name Shalom. Um, the name Shalom has been around for a long time. And the shayla, Shalom is a kina of a baruchu. Again, it's a chumrah. Make a say the name Shalom is chumrah. Some places suggest say Shalom or fade out. Don't say the man or say Shalom or say different uh, ways to get around it. But make a din, it's mutter because Shalom is a kina of a baruchu. Misha ha Shalom, Shalom, but not when you're using it as a shaymetim of a person. So that's why make a din, it's mutter. <coughs> Kasav, the Chassam Sefer says, on this moment, listen to this. He says, it became a minig not to speak Lashon Kedish, not in the bathroom or the bathhouse, and not out of the bathroom. Meaning they sort of phased it out to the exclusion of tefillah and learning when it was still used for learning. And as a result, early on, the Chassam Sefer says, and therefore, Lashon HaKadosh was 
often forgotten to a great extent. And then he goes a step further. He says, if you can't, if there's a chumrah not to speak Lashon Kaddish in the bathroom or the shower house, then certainly a chumrah not to speak Lashon Kaddish around Getchka's, I saw had it also, but Chutzlars had them on every corner. They went to Bubble, there were Elilim all over the place. And therefore, every street had been like a Mokum Tuma. So therefore, they phased it out. They don't want to talk Lashna Kaddish when there's a, there's an Elilim uh, uh, standing uh, five feet away. So within sight. It's a fascinating idea. He makes now a joke. Machaber says, it's mutter to speak Lashna Kaddish in the shower house. Magavron brings the Chumrah from the Sefer Chassidim. Sam Sefer says, that's why when they went to Gullus, they stopped speaking Lashna Kaddish because the place is full of Elilim. And that has the same thing as a Merchad, so worse. Chiddush. You're on the street. The all was over there. Well, they had him in Eitzel also, but not that saw Mokadush, the cities that were from, were from, and here they were in Bavl all of a sudden, and they're all over the place. Bathroom is Mutter Mikradin. Some say he's going on the Chumrah of the Chsedim, it's called the Mangan of Ram, and he says this Chumrah was kept by many Tzadikim and former Deris, and that's why they stopped speaking Lashon HaKadish, because it was getting too complicated because there was a Geshka in every corner. Let's assume it's all the same. But if you're already machmer once, they want machmer the other. Could be he holds the other one even worse. But uh, he said even in Naniach it's the same. He's going on this Mangan of Ram in Shulchan Aruch. He says uh, that's why they phased it out. That's the same say for Zengel. That's the same. That, that's why I preface by saying that it's a shayla whether our bathrooms are are better or not. Lamaisa we're machmer. We don't learn the bathroom. We don't. Yeah, but no, Machsamsi was just saying historically how Lashon HaKadosh got lost and it wasn't used. Lalacha, if you're Israeli and you speak, I'm not saying they all speak Lashon HaKadosh, but it's something very similar to many of the words are very similar to Lashon HaKadosh. The meaning is to speak, it's better not speak in the bathroom, but uh, but make din, that's Mutter also if you're not actually using the facility. Uh, so the Menig is an Israel to use it, but that's a recent vintage because 100 years ago, most of Klaiso wasn't speaking any facsimile thereof of Lashon HaKadosh. So I'm saying he's explaining why, which is what, what you asked earlier on, like why are we reinventing things and inventing new languages and the hybrids and what happened to Lashon HaKadosh. So that's the, this is the Pshad of Sefer. All the Mahalchem go along these lines. This was just a very original, he's just taking it off of the Magad of Ram with the Beis HaMerchatz. Um, he's going to expand on it. Skip down to the bottom paragraph. Yeah. That's a good question. So there, Medrash and the Chazals say how Demisha spoke Aramis also. So that goes is a, as I mentioned before. The Machlis Yishenim is Aramis looked at as a very positive thing. And so one Chazal says, don't don't be Mazals on Aramis. It's quoted in Tanakh and Chumash and Avim Exuvim. And then we have the Rishonim who say that the Malachim are like uh, so furious that they want to listen to the Tzvila when it's Aramis, and we have the Kayach Tzivas, we need the Malachim, we bypass them. So, but the Armad Joshim say, oh, the Mishan spoke it. Now, for the same reason, which we're developing now, and that is what apparently happened, this is the long and the short, we put the Chassam Sefer together with what he's going to say, and all the other versions, it's basically the same Mahalach, is that there developed a Minig, it could be very early on, like very early on, like other Mishan, or Amavinu, or the other Sekadeshim, or Mitzrayim, or, or the time of the um, Tanaim, when they went into Gullus, before that, slightly before that. The Tzad HaShavah is, is that Lashon Kadesh has so much Kedusha, they were afraid to start using it for every day 
life because it becomes a zilzal, and that's the common language. And they're, they're slaying, and then they don't say it right, and they're misusing, they talk Lashon Har, talking Lashon Har, Lashon Kedish. We can't even imagine. The Chavaz Chaim says, whatever you do, don't talk Lashon Har in the Sukkah. You're sitting in a Makam Kedusha. So you imagine going to Eretz Yisrael, you're in Eretz Yisrael, in a Sukkah, in Eretz Yisrael, in a mikvah. I guess you have to be a mikvah in a Sukkah in Eretz Yisrael. You could be, there are places you don't want to do this. So, just like there are places you don't want to do this, you don't want to speak Lashon Kedish anywhere. If you're being mazalzal in the kedusha of the words, well, not if you are are, are brilliant and innovative like Klaisol, and every time they uh, switch, they never switch to the host country's pure language. That's what we proved in the last couple of nights. They, there are people who spoke everyone, it. Well, people spoke Klaisol as a whole. Mo- most of most of history. It was either Aramis. We, we still have Spoman Arab. No, that's what I'm saying. So we have. There were people who spoke it, but for, we, have, we have probably more than right over the years. Aramis, I just took care of 1,500 years. Probably more. All of Bavl, Bavl just started dying out. The community, time of the Gainim, uh, after that, they've they been there for over 1,000 years. They spoke Aramis. They didn't speak. So, I don't know, 50%, 80%, but it's, it's a large portion of the time, and we discussed a little bit my theory and why the Arabic and they, they, their theories um, uh, conjecture why certain kufas more than others. It clearly was used a lot of the time. And the Sam Sefer suggesting that they didn't want to use it because they were around Alilin. And others suggest they didn't want to use it even earlier because of the danger of misusing it. Yeah. No, so they had an easy thing. They were able to solve both. They didn't force it. They switched to Aramis, which didn't have the same amount of Kedushin. It wasn't as much of a chutz, but the same in front of the Alilin. No. No, they were... Again, it was a closed dialect to certain areas in Bavo, but it was clearly Jewish. Rival Dover is, if you ever take... Benazmanim is coming. If you take a trip to Iraq, I'm sure many of you are planning running out of places to go for Pesach. So, <laughs> um, If you go to Iraq and you, um, you go into the airport and you say... Uh, uh, my boy Hassan or something like that they probably give you a blank stare maybe some of the old natives or some professor in the University of Iraq might uh, uh, might figure it out uh, similar to walking into Germany and speaking Yiddish uh, probably Yiddish is closer but it was it was different it was probably again depending on how you learn this madrashim one one mangle chazal is that Aramis is given almost like with Lash occasion. other Misha spoke it already so it was early on so it wasn't Mokokol probably is telling this Machas Yishanim was it Mokokol or not there's a lot of rate on that where Aramis is part of chazal Meshabechit um, and these Yishanim are clearly saying it's, it's inferior because you took Lash Nakedish from Mokokol as opposed to taking German and being Mokokol and making Yiddish which isn't as nefarious so he continues with the same. Take a look at the bottom two lines. There, one, right? Is it a problem saying one word, Lashon in front of uh, some of these The Chassam Sefer's Sfarah is, is that they were very uncomfortable with it. Is it strictly Aser? Even the Merech Mer- Mer- is not strictly Aser. He's saying Aramis, okay. and then he's throwing in Hashem and Shemem uh, or whatever. No, they were probably careful not to. When they were talking and learning all the time, as they walked by and they're talking and learning, they probably did not want to say Pesukim when they saw the Aul. The problem, the problem, there are truths written on. Yeah, cities in Europe, we mentioned, once mentioned this, if you ever lost in a forest within 40 miles of the nearest city, you could just, like, when the wind blows, take a whiff and you could probably figure out what the city is. 
the city, the Goyim, especially they didn't have halacha to demand the hygiene. And it was one big open sewer system, which is why the bubonic plague affected them. And then they accused us of poisoning the wells. Because we have to wash all the time, and we, they went to mikvah, and they went to have to take a shower of Shabbos, and uh, their halachas about that. But it was horrible. And their tshuva's written. I remember one tshuva in the Middle Ages. They said, uh, he says, he doesn't know of any heter for any Jew to live in a city. Ever. He's, he's not going to live in a city. You can't daven, you can't say brachas, you can't learn. You can't. That's how bad it was. You read the historical accounts, secular historical accounts. There was a reason why French perfume became so popular. And um, it, was, it was bad. You could smell it miles away. And picture the scene. No one's taking a, no one's taking a bath ever their whole life. Uh, who was that? Queen, Queen, uh, who was it? Victoria. So one of the queens I think, uh, took a bath twice in her life. The day of the chasana and the day after she died. But that wasn't a bath. That was a tire. So uh, they were giving her a bath. Uh, that they didn't was, have a place in Manchester? They had, some cities had, some cities didn't, the poor didn't go, the wealthier went, it's even the wealthy, she was pretty wealthy. It wasn't the way of life, and they, uh, if you can afford it, you used a lot of perfume. It was, I'm not saying it was everybody, but it, just look at the secular material, it was, it was horrendous, and it was, sometimes it smells so bad, nobody noticed it, unless you're coming from the forest. Do you ever live near a kibbutz? You, you come in after the first day or two, you don't even smell the, kit, the chicken coop. Just you know, sit there. There's a certain uh, thing you just get uh, you get used to. So and the truth is written like you can't. You got to live in a farm. How can you live in a city? There was a time when people started to move to cities. Cities is a is a chiddush already in modern both in modern history. How can you live there? You can't. You can't make brachas. So so walking in the street was always a danger. They warn you this garbage cheap and that garbage cheap. You got to be careful. The garbage then wasn't American garbage. Like we have papers. That's not the. It was it was an open sewer system. It was a problem. Yes. Historically, it seems to be that Aramaic was the official language of but it wasn't. Babylonia. I, I, right, but it was different dialects. They, they made it more Jewish. It seems to be they did what they did with Yiddish because we knew that Abramavinu, when it was used, they, if it was used by the Abbasid Kedeshim or by other Mishan, it wasn't used exactly like the Goyan because then they'd run into the same problem you have with the whole Sugya. So they explained that they took a dialect from here and a dialect from here and they made it similar to a Yiddish... Uh, uh, a Yiddish concoction, if you'll call it. Uh, but it wasn't... Uh, somebody told me that uh, they did research into... I think Iraq is present day problem, most of it. And there are villages and there are professors that have studied this and there are uh, root words that are very similar. And that it was... What? Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't surprise me. But that still doesn't mean they were speaking exactly what the native... It's probably enough to communicate with them, similar to, uh, similar to Yiddish. Let's go to the bottom two lines. Darius Rishayim, she called the Rama Yubi Yehudim. See, he expands on this theme. He says, the earlier Darius, somebody was speaking Lashon HaKadosh, possibly unless you say that other mission went to this already for his everyday discussion, as opposed to Torah, this about the Lashon HaKadosh. The original Darius, she called the Rama Yubi Yehudim, Eloim, but my separatists, they understood Lashon HaKadosh, they understood the significance and the Chashivas, Maisa Merkava, Sharper Hayu Mishtamshin, page three. But as the Darius went on, they had Neskat Noah Darius. And Mamela, the less they appreciated, the more of a risk there was of misusing it, not only in front of the Alilam, but just misusing it in their everyday language. Then they were more concerned and they stopped using it slowly. It's clear that Rav and Abayi or Papa were using Aramis. This is an interesting line. He says, there were some achreinim, not very many, like the Gra was known for this. And the Gra only spoke 
at least uh, when he was, you'll see, so we'll shout about his family. He understood that Lashna Kedish is something he can, he should do and he can keep with according to his Avedis Hashem. And he never told his family to follow suit. And others, the guy himself had a personal humor. He spoke it. Even the Shemtiv and even they didn't. They didn't think they were on the Madrid to speak Lashon Hakodesh. The Gra was known for it. He's mentioning the Gra, and there were probably others. But it was phased out, again, similar to the Chassam Seva. Chassam Seva was talking about logistical problems standing in front of Olilam every, every other block. He's saying, in general, they were afraid that they would not have the proper kavanas and to use it for everyday speech could be uh, the law of diminishing returns. Now, mind you that, he's going to quote part of this later, there's a Safri that says the mitzvah to speak Lashon Kodesh and teach it to your children. That's one of the Shibudim to teach to, and the post can discuss it in this context. I go, it's a mitzvah, what happened here? All the pshatim basically lead to this same theme that it was, and we're not in the Madrega, and, and the danger of being misused and misapplied is worse. And therefore, they left it to their learning and davening, and certainly davening and learning. Even that was abandoned on the Gemara. Probably Bizaramis was a close second. But in Europe, they were learning in Yiddish, basically, with Aramaic and Lashon Kodesh thrown in. And davening, for the most part, they were doing Lashon Kodesh, and even that, concessions were made because the masses didn't, didn't really know it, which is why Kaddish which was made only for a Yasim who was unlettered, didn't know the biggest chutz, go learn. Uh, the the Medrash, the Kiva, met the Yasim, he didn't know anything, he said, let me at least teach you Kaddish. So he didn't even teach it to him a Lashna Kaddish, because they, 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 the guy didn't know how to read. There's no Lashna Kaddish, so he told him the words, and, I, and that was considered a, a big chutz. The biggest chutz is still, besides the Kaddish, and the davening is the learning, and the Mitzvah Samais and Tevim. Uh, let's continue. Go to... Uh, yep. I assume he, what he meant is he didn't uh, insist his family follow suit and even his Talmud. We, we don't know the Rechaim Velozhner. No, everybody understood it. If you, if somebody see Velozhner, I'd say probably Rechaim Velozhner. Again, the, he's bringing this down. I don't know the historical context, but if he's quoting it, uh, he certainly had a Makar. But it could be the, the Talmudim came in and um, uh, he spoke it to Rechaim Velozhner, his close group of Talmudim. Go to page four, and I'll show you the Chassam Sefer. Again, this predates Chassidim uh, and doesn't predate Yiddish. They had a certain form of Yiddish by that time, which was uh, heavily used. Uh, not be the exact, uh, the Hungarian form, the German form, as a different dialects, but it was used. Chassam uh, Sefer here is in the middle of a tshuva, Ebenezer, Chelek Bey, Simen Aleph, talking to Dayanim about certain details in Gittin, and he goes off on a very important tangent, I would call it almost a piece of Musr, which is rare. He writes very sharp here. He's talking to the Dayanim. He's giving them instructions about certain halachas. And he says, I don't really understand. Uh, why are you um, discussing things in a shtar and a get with la'aziz? La'aziz is the local language. Like Rashi says, balaz, it means uh, French. So he says in the top line, <laughs> Latin It's a nice title, but he's giving a Musa. He says, I don't understand this this, uh, this thing we're looking at and we're examining Why did you uh, why is there why is the Latin in here? 
Why, what's, what's this doing here? Besides the fact he found it unsavory, he says, He says, that's something you asked him before, there were always who had to know Latin and other languages and it was needed and it's a tool. That's fine, but they didn't use it, but they didn't have to. Notice I kept saying Yiddish and Makuku. That's this Lushan over here. Shipshu halashainus. They spoke the language of the host country to the extent they needed to, and but they were mashamishit. They 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 mashabishes. They they it. They adulterated it. Shipshu halashainus mibnei. This is a chiddush. Uh, fascinating. I'm not even sure what the pshat is, but he says it quite clearly. Mibnei gzeres yudches davar shibi yushalmi. There's a gzeres of yudches davar in the Bavli. Bavli is a list of yudches davar. And many of them are shaman akam and the things uh, against assimilation of chasnas. And this following item, which is what we're discussing about Lashinus, is not in the list in Bavli. It is in the list in Yushami. So I would have thought, okay, it's Machaz Bavli Yushami, possum like the Bavli. Sam Sefer thinks the list in Yushami is complimentary and everybody agrees. I don't, I don't know how to read that into the Sugya, but it's not important for now. Sam Sefer says it over here. Maybe it doesn't mean it's not. That's for sure, but it's, he's giving them heavy musr. That's what, that's what I'm saying. The interesting thing about the sugya is even the mekilim, whether he holds Asr, the Bach, and the Smag, and maybe the Chassam Savior, there's nobody who doesn't say it's a big Indian and Klai Sol took it very seriously. But he's quoting Yilchaz Dover, which is, uh, yeah, you could say that. There was only a Chumr, just a Bavli. It's not like we don't know if there's a Bavli that argues. The Bavli has a list of 18. This is not on it. And the Yishami has it on it. So... Could be holds that uh, it wasn't an exhaustive list and the Yishami's filling in, or it could be a chumrah. Yilchaz Davish Yishami, Perikam of the Shabbos, Tvuzvin, he tells you where it is. Uh, and, he, and the word is, quote, Va'al Lashainam, which is what the Smag quotes. That was part of the Yilchaz Davar. And again, I don't think it means, and neither does anybody else who discusses it, that it's usher to speak a word of French or a word of English or a sentence or a paragraph. It means alashainam is to go out of your way to perfect it in a way that you're blending in and you're just American and the Americans. Unless, again, say the disclaimer, you need it for the office or the guy can't understand you and he's going to get frustrated and then it's going to be a chil Hashem that you want to feel that you can connect with him. It's not a chil Hashem Ba'asem, you're doing the right thing, but there are reasons to do it. He's saying it's part of Yilchaz Dover. Al Lashaynim is a quote from Yishami. That's what the Smag got it from. So the Maskan over here is uh, everybody seems to agree there are Mailas, there were different Kufas where it was more heavily relied upon and pushed than others. There were Yechidim who needed to know it anyway. Sam Sevet says, he's, well, you think you're the first Dayan who knew Latin? Is what are you showing off for? Yeah, this wasn't necessary over here. And uh, if, we, if we need a Sahajan Lost level, we'll put you on to translate the Latin. And uh, I mean, he's giving heavy Musa over here. He says, what's this doing in the Shnar? What's this doing in the get? So Sam Sefer was, was annoyed. So, um, hello, Doverhu. Okay, I'm sure we'll come back to that. Let's begin. Let's not begin. This is 946. Okay. Mitz Hashem. Uh, next week, we will go to the next uh, subtopic, one of the last ones, equally as inflammatory, uh, or maybe not as much, uh, and that is um, the dates, the years, the months, and how to be in the Asher, the Minigailam. Mitz Hashem, we'll get to that next week.